Winged Lions Podcast. I'm Justin Thomas talking everything FC Cincinnati. We got the expansion draft coming up tomorrow at 2 p.m. And we finally got the list of players that will be available for FC Cincinnati to take a look at and see who they want. Uh, We got that today. So I'm going to try and make this as quick as possible. Go through a couple of different players and some on a variety of teams that I think uh, might be a good addition for the club. Now, here's how this works. MLS... Uh, uh, clubs get a chance to protect a certain amount of players. They, they choose their players. So basically, these are guys that are going to be the key role players for that club. Those players are protected. FC Cincinnati cannot select from them. Also, homegrown players are safe by their MLS clubs. Now, anyone else that's not under that protection uh, number or under a, a homegrown kind of status is open and free game for FC Cincinnati to select. FC Cincinnati is going to get a chance to pick five players. Now, they can all be from the same team. So five different teams, uh, five different players. There are some teams exempt, and that's because the MLS is treating this as a kind of co-expansion draft with Los Angeles FC, who came in the league last year. I know it's a little weird how that works, but LAFC chose players from Columbus Crew SC, San Jose Earthquakes, Seattle Sounders FC, Sporting Kansas City, and Toronto FC. So SC Cincinnati cannot choose a player from those Five clubs. Anyone else is open game. So let's take a look at some of the players that are open um, here with with the clubs. Atlanta United has got a couple <clears throat> good people. Sal Zizzo's on there. Uh, Romario Williams is on there. Chris McCann. Two guys really stand out to me. One, Michael Parkers. Uh, their captain. He has been around the league for a while. I watched him play a lot in Columbus. In Columbus, he was playing for the Columbus Crew SC. He was the captain when the team made their 2015 run to the MLS Cup. He's a really good center back defender. So it'll be interesting to see. That might be a guy I might have my an eye on just because if you're trying to really lock down the defense, the last several years he has been a part of, of teams that have made some really good runs uh, to to in the MLS playoffs and, and some defenses that have been strong. Now, he's also going to be a free agent, so there's possibility that you maybe pass on him for the expansion draft, get some other people, but then try to maybe reach out to him, try and negotiate a deal. We'll see how, what happens with that. The other one is Mitch Hildebrand. Remember him? Back in, uh, you know, back in the day? A long time ago, right? Mitch Hildebrand went to Atlanta United, ended up kind of being the second goalkeeper behind Brad Guzan, played at Atlanta United 2 in the USL a lot. He's on the table, so FC Cincinnati couldn't make a reunion with Mitch uh, and Mitch would probably say, Mitch probably would say yes to this uh, in this situation. But it will be interesting to see if Mitch Hildebrand makes a reunion in the orange and blue. Taking a look at some other clubs, uh, Chicago Fire has a couple decent players. This was a club that kind of underperformed uh, this last season. Uh, Colorado Rapids have been a team that really have not been as good as, as they have in the past when they made it all the way and won the MLS Cup. Um, they've been kind of lackluster as of late. DC United had a really good run. A lot of that kind of did spur with uh, Wayne Rooney coming into the club. But Wayne Rooney coming into the club knocked another uh, pretty good striker and attacking player out, and that was Darren Maddox. He's still pretty young. This is a guy that might be a good addition to FC Cincinnati. That's a guy I would keep my eye on. He is a very quick player, very uh, well open minded, plays well in the attacking. Uh, front. So I think Darren Maddox could be a guy that might be a good look. Kevin Ellis, another solid player there on DC United. FC Dallas has got some pretty good players as well. A lot of uh, guys that uh, are really open with the attack. 
Houston Dynamo would be an interesting kind of uh, club to take a look at. Uh, they were kind of up and down all season, had surges and didn't have surges and then played bad, but then played really well in the last game of the season with a rally. But they also won the U.S. Uh, Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. So that's something to keep an eye on. This is a club that I think you could, I mean, you can't go wrong. You could take a couple different guys here from Los Angeles FC. This is a club that really had the hype up first season. Boom, made it all the way to the MLS uh, Cup playoffs as a, a, a three seed, I do believe. Uh, so this is a team, several guys, um, Callum Malice, uh, Luis Lopez, Jordan Harvey, uh, Danilo Da Silva, uh, Josh Perez. Guys like that would be all really good additions. There's one player, though, on this team that I think would be a really good addition, and that's Benny Fellheiber. This is one guy that, in my experience with watching the game, he is, and my buddy Matt Ostro would back me up on this, possibly the best passer the league has to offer. Benny Fellhaber has been a beast on the passing front. Uh, he just finds those right passes. He can cut in and out of, of defenders and then make that right pass all the way downfield to attacking player. If you don't believe me, just just look at, look at the tape. I mean, the last several years, uh, I think 2013, uh, he, he was at New England Revolution prior to that, but 2013, he came to Sporting Kansas City. That was when Sporting KC had their massive run, won the MLS Cup on that cold, frigid day over uh, Real Salt Lake. Fellheiber, I mean, Can- Sporting Kansas City has made it to the, to the MLS Cup playoffs uh, throughout his whole tenure there. And then he, he moves in a, uh, in a trade to LAFC, and they once again find themselves back into the playoffs. So this is a guy that he's just is successful wherever he goes, and the club is successful wherever he goes. And it's not like he's just hanging out on the bench. I mean, he's out there playing, making things happen. So I think Benny Fellheiber, to me, uh, would probably be my number one guy that I would want to pick up. Now, he's older. He's, he's I think, in his uh, early 30s. But uh, this is a guy that I have my kind of my mind made up on that I think he would be a great addition for FC Cincinnati simply because he can lock down that midfield and that would allow other players such as Ledesma and Abadawi and some of those other guys not have to focus on controlling the midfield because you got Benny Fellheiber that's going to control the midfield and that's going to open up the play for Ledesma and those other guys. So I think Fellheiber would be a great addition. Uh, LA Galaxy, you have Ashley Colt. Uh, the longtime England English Lion. Uh, basically, he's almost like Justin Hoyt. Uh, if you, if you want to come make comparisons, Hoyt's uh, you know from England and Ashley Cole's from England. Big difference is Ashley Cole has played for the English United you know, in the English you know national team. Also played for Chelsea when they won the Champions League. So that's a guy that you could maybe put in there if you want to strengthen up defense. He also is older though, so it depends on how you want to kind of look at this. Uh, Minnesota United, a couple guys on there like Ibsen, uh Matt Lampson would be a good addition on the goalkeeper front, depending on how. Uh, I know Spencer Ritchie was just, um, they made a move for Spencer Ritchie to come in, so it depends on if they want him to be the number one or what exactly going to work out, but Matt Lampson is a solid goalkeeper. Uh, Montreal Impact has uh, several different guys. Michael Salazar would be the big name kind of for them, I, I believe. Uh, New England Revolution has a couple guys. New York City FC, this is the big one here. David Villa is up on the expansion roster. So, 
David Villa, if you don't, if you're not familiar, David Villa was one of the big time names that rolled into MLS. Uh, played for New York City here in the the past several years. Uh, obviously, he you know won the World Cup with Spain back in 2010. He was a beast. Uh, I think he won the Golden Boot. So uh, obviously, David Villa would be a huge, huge name to bring into this club um, right off in the first season. So David Villa. Uh, I think would be up there, especially because he's a really good attacking player as well. Um, last season, he wasn't as big of a role player, I feel like, as he was in some past seasons. Um, but maybe that's just because he needs to change the scenery, right? Maybe he needs to come into the, uh, you know, the, the German Cincinnati um, and, and check that out. I don't, I don't know. But David V, I think, would be a really good player to add in uh, simply because he's a good attacking player. And that's a big name. You want big names to come to play here in Cincinnati. Uh, Brad Stuver would be another goalkeeper option, perhaps, that he's on the New York City roster. Uh, New York Red Bulls has some really good players as well. A couple that, uh, one that really jumps out to me would be Aurelian Collin. Now, he's going to be a free agent if he's not picked up here. Uh, He was on that 2013 MLS uh, Cup winning side for Sporting KC. In fact, he scored uh, the game, the equalizer, I should say, the equalizer, make it 1-1, and then he scored the, the cup-winning penalty in the penalty shootout. Now, he hasn't been as strong as a defender as he once was uh, back in those days with, with Sporting KC, but he would be another option to play on the defense. Uh, Orlando City SC, uh, one guy that would really jump out would be uh, Sasha Kleschen. Um He's kind of bounced around the league. He's a U.S. international uh, he plays pretty well in the midfield, so that's a guy that maybe if you want to lock down the midfield, might be a good option as well. Uh, Fabinho uh, is an option from Philadelphia Union. Um, John McCarthy, I believe he's the goalkeeper. He actually, I think, played against FC uh, and Bethlehem Steel earlier this season, so that's an option as well. Uh, Portland Timbers. Uh, this would be several people that might be good options simply because this is a club that made it all the way to the MLS Cup final. Uh, Liam Ridgewell, really good player. He's on there. Lawrence Olam. Um, This is an interesting one. This is a blast from the past for me. Steve Clark. Uh, And he honestly, in my opinion, now he's bounced around the league and and he hasn't really been as good as he was in Columbus as goalkeeper. Um, But Steve Clark, I think, actually might be the best goalkeeper option on the expansion draft. So if if a goalkeeper is is on the roster that you're looking for to maybe, you know, have kind of a good goalkeeper duel with Spencer Ritchie, I think Steve Clark would be a good a good person as well. Uh, just look at Columbus Crew with Zach Steffen. Zach Steffen was kind of working with Steve Clark those years. And Steve in, in Zach Steffen is, you know, U.S. international goalkeeper. Uh, he's a beast. Uh, if you ha- if you don't believe me or you haven't heard about him, uh, where you been? Uh, look up, you know, two hours up upstate and, and check out what Zach Steffen has been doing, especially last two years and the knockout stage. Uh, Columbus Crew advancing on penalties because Zach Steffen coming up big in both of those. Uh, and both of those in hostile environments in Atlanta and in D.C. United's new stadium. Atlanta, by the way, if you haven't been noticed, they play at the Atlanta Falcons football stadium, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So, uh, you know, like 70,000 people uh, were, were on hand to watch Zach Steffen put on a show and help Columbus crew edge out Atlanta United. Uh, so keep that in mind. But anyways, that goes a little bit of a tangent. But uh, Steve Clark, now he did have the blunder in the 2015 MLS Cup Final. I know that. But 
A large reason why Columbus Crew SC made it to the MLS Cup Final is because Steve Clark played out of his mind that entire season. That defense was a little porous at times, uh, but Steve Clark came up with some massive saves, uh, especially late in that match to even keep Columbus uh, within striking distance. So Steve Clark would be a good option, at least in my opinion, on that matter. Uh, Nick Beasler would be a really good option coming from Real Salt Lake. So that's a, that's a player that you could look at. A couple other guys, Alex Horvath, uh, Jacob Leaker, Taylor P, uh, Andrew Pudnar, Luis Silva. Those guys all coming from Real Salt Lake. You might want to keep your eye on them. Uh, Luke Maholland as well. And then Vancouver Whitecaps. Obviously, uh, head coach Alan Koch knows a thing or two about Vancouver Whitecaps. Um, that's kind of where he, we came from initially. Obviously, Spencer Ritchie, the trade was made with the Whitecaps for Spencer Ritchie to come in. A couple different guys you could look at on here. Uh, the guy, there's Breck Shea. He's going to be uh, out of his contract, be a free agent, so that could be a different option. He's a U.S. international. He's an okay player. Um, Brian Rowe, um, those will be more guys looking for kind of, of, of big names. Now, this is the big one for me. Uh, Kai Kamara. I have enjoyed watching Kai Kamara play the last several years. He played a sport in Kansas City, uh, was was awesome there. He played in England for a little bit, then came back with Columbus Crew, made it all the way to the MLS Cup final, um, and, and now he's at Vancouver. Now, here's the thing with Kai Kamara. I think he's an amazing guy. Uh, he's a, he's an amazing person. He's always working in the communities. Look at look at things that he's done in Kansas City and Columbus uh, um, for what he's done in the community. FC Cincinnati is, is talking big about what they want to do. They want to be a club that's always working with the community and strengthening the community and strengthening that tie between soccer, uh, you know, the city, greater Cincinnati area, and uh, FC Cincinnati. And I think Kai Kamara would be a great ambassador to do it. The situation with Kai Kamara is this, though. For whatever reason, the last couple teams he's been at, Columbus Crew especially, uh, and now word is coming out with Vancouver Whitecaps, he seems to be... I don't want to say a cancer, but there seems to be issues in the clubhouse with all these other teams. Uh, if you don't remember, um, the, the year after Columbus Crew made it to the MLS Cup, uh, they were abysmal in that season following. And there, you know, Federico Higuain and, and Kai Kamara arguing with each other who was going to take a penalty kick. And it was it was getting ugly. Eventually, Kai Kamara was traded to New England Revolution. Um, during that season. So there was issues there that we knew about. And now word is coming out from Vancouver that there's possibly even issues there. So I'm not 100% sure what exactly is going on there. Um, obviously, the issues that, I mean, there's a track record now with some issues in the clubhouse with Kamara. But on the field, Kamara is a really good player. And in the community, Kamara is a really good dude. So it's interesting to see how that plays out. He might be a person that I would maybe want to keep my eye on. Uh, but overall, I know this has been kind of a long podcast. Hopefully you're still kind of listening in here. I think there's some really good players in the block. I'm excited that this list finally came out. I wish there was a little bit more time to kind of digress. Maybe we could have done a team by team. Um, but overall, there's some good players and some good positions. And I'm hoping that, and I'm sure, I mean, you've seen the, twi- the Twitter pictures and everything. 
uh, that that um, upper management with the club, club staff, and Alan Koch and those and the coaches and everything. They've been um, they've been in the boardroom, uh, looking at different players, watching film, seeing where they need to fit in different players. Now, the interesting thing is the five players that have been announced today that are staying with the club are kind of across the board on position-wise. So it's interesting. I thought maybe we might get a little look at, okay, maybe we're not getting so many midfielders or something. That might be the route we're going with the expansion draft. But overall, players kind of all are scattered across, which obviously you, you're going to want players all across the board. Um, but the expansion draft is fun because it's basically a, a free pick of five players um, that that FC Cincinnati is going to get to help their 2019 MLS season campaign. So we'll take a look at uh, what happens. Reminder, tomorrow at 2 p.m. So 2 p.m. Tuesday, December 11th, we're going to have the MLS expansion draft so you can watch in and see who is going to be coming to play in Cincinnati next season. Once again, for the Winged Lions podcast, I'm Justin Thomas.